Welcome to the Paperless Movement Podcast. I'm Tom Solid, your host, and I'm so excited to share another thrilling episode with you, where I deep dive into the digital productivity space together with my guests. As usual, this episode is not sponsored. However, providing you this value for free is only possible thanks to all of you who are part of the Paperless Movement membership. You allow me to stay independent with my opinion. But also as a member, you can join these interviews live when they are recorded for a chance to ask your own questions and you will even get access to chapterized video versions of this and previous episodes. So if you'd like to become a member eager to max out the full potential of your digital productivity system, check out paperlessmovement.com. And now, without further ado, let's dive into this chat. All right, everyone, very excited today. We're talking about a brand new tool I wasn't aware of. And actually, but they were working a long time on this tool already. It's called SmartSuite. And today we're talking with the co-founder and CEO from SmartSuite, John Derbyshire. Really excited about this. And I'm really suspicious when it comes to new tools, especially when they look something like ClickUp or Asana. We have so many platforms like this. So before we agreed on this interview, having this interview, we had a chat before because I wanted to learn more about the background and why this was developed. And I thought, okay, this is something you want to hear. And now I'm happy that he is here. John, welcome to the show. Happy to talk with you about SmartSuite. Maybe you introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you, Tom. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, my name is John Darbyshire, the CEO of, of SmartSuite. And would you like me to give a quick overview? Of, Absolutely. Of that would have been the next question. So. <laughs> okay, excellent. So SmartSuite is a new tool kind of in the work management productivity space that helps organizations manage any workflow process that they have within their organization. To us, a workflow is considered either a project or a process within the organization. How we're different than many of the project management uh, platforms that are here today is that we're not just a task-centric product where we help manage tasks. We can help manage end-to-end -end processes and tasks are just one piece of a workflow in the way that we help manage things. And this is very interesting. So my iCore members, the Paperless Movement members who are part of the iCore Mastery, they watch the iCore course. And in there, I'm talking about something like creating your work streams. That's what I call them. So a work stream would be... Um, in the paperless movement, it would be the interview that we're having here. So the result of this interview is our publishing a blog post. And how we get there, this is the work stream. And the work stream consists of different process steps or processes that are defined in different SOPs. And now we are here and you talk about workflows and processes. So my ears are all open what your definition of workflow and work streams is. So we just want to align each other. So we're talking from the same and then we go forward from there. Sure, sure. My, my background for the last 30 years is really in business process management. So I'm, I'm pretty keen on understanding how to manage workflows in an organization. And a workflow to us relates to either the mega or the minor processes inside of any company that helps them run their business, right? So for a SaaS product company, it could be sales and marketing and HR and recruiting product development or product management, software development, you know, risk and compliance, just those core processes, those things that you need to do to manage delivering a product if you're a product company back to your customers that you have. In addition to that, most companies have individual projects, which are a project to us is something that has a defined end date in mind, meaning when these tasks are completed, this project is complete and I'm off to the next component. So a workflow to us are the process pieces that I just communicated, but also the 
the individual projects that happen inside of an organization over time. However, there's a caveat to that. Inside of a lot of processes, there are things, and a process to us is something that's ongoing. It's something that happens inside of your business to help run and manage your business. But inside of a particular process, there can be tasks and assignments that need to take place as well. But not all workflows consider have tasks, but some do. So we combine the ability to include tasks at many different levels inside of workflows that are separate from projects, but they all accumulate back up for individual users in their my work view where they can see all the tasks assigned to them whether it's from a project or multiple different processes inside of the organization Phew, this is a lot to to swallow i i'm still with you to me yeah. i i equalize now workflow and work stream just to further define my view on point. So I was a business analyst for eight years in a big pharma company. And there was always, we had a bunch of SOPs, I mean, hundreds of SOPs, standard operating procedures. And this was all defining the compliance processes, how we produce medicine and all this. But I saw a lack of business process definitions. So we had not many business processes defined. And this is What is the surroundings, how you actually, you know, communicate between the different departments, who, where is information stored and things like this um, when it comes to knowledge management. So to me, a department is a system and this contains of several work streams and each work stream contains several processes and these processes are defined in different procedures or standard operating procedures. You said you have the business equals my system. Oh no, so you said you have sales customer service and so on. These are the different systems to me, departments. And then you have the workflows, which is the work stream and the paperless movement. And then you have the different processes. So we can talk more about process because that's really the same thing that we are talking about. So now I'm really interested in how this is different in SmartSuite with the look at processes. Then you have it in ClickUp because in ClickUp, just to for people who don't know, we can use any project manager and we just define now that we have folder and in this folder we have a list and in this list we have different tasks and in these tasks we can have several subtasks. Let's use this level. So how is it built up in SmartSuite? Is it the same structure or do you have something completely different that considers or takes into consideration the processes? Sure. Yeah. It's if you look at SmartSuite, and I would bucket them with with the project management tools across the category. That particular category that includes maybe a Monday, uh, a SmartSheet, an Asana, a Rike, a Twello, all very good tools in their own way. All have you know, strengths and weaknesses and different points out of there, but they all come at managing projects. And they start at the task level. So the architecture of those products are very specific to a task. And then things get built on top of that task to add more, more elements to that. The architecture of SmartSuite is very different. We start from a process perspective. And you can manage any process. We have 44 different field types that you can select from when you're building out a process. And four of those relate to task and project management in regards to, I need to assign something to somebody. I need to give it a due date. I need to give it a status. I need to give it a priority. Those things are built in at the process level. So you turn those on if you need to turn elements of a process into a task that needs to get done. So we have task and subtask. We have checklists, which are very much more informal types of of task, all built in a level above. And our 
What's different about SmartSuite from some of those other vendors is that we not only want to help you manage the projects, but we want to help you run your business and every part of your business on a single platform, right? So we're trying to bring together some of the business process automation tools, some of the really high-end tools like a ServiceNow, OpenPages, or Mindex, OpenPages, those types of platforms, and trying to mirror those with the project management. But in between those two large segments are point solutions that you use. A point solution could be like a Salesforce for sales, a HubSpot for marketing, a Zendesk for support tickets, a Jira for support tickets. So we provide the capabilities of those point solutions inside of our product as well. So we're trying to combine the project management, the point solutions, and then the high-end process management tools into a single platform. And as you kind of stated in the intro, we've, we've been working for almost three years to build the platform with over 100 developers before we released our MVP. So this isn't a, a product that you, you build in six months, release your MVP and, and continue to make it better. It's a very heavy lift to bring all of these components together into a single platform. We just launched in January, the middle of January, and we're, we'll continue to make the, the product better you know, over time. But we didn't want to come to market with something that was half-baked or that just served one of those categories. So it was, it's been a, just a monumental effort over the last three years to kind of get the platform in a state that we could actually launch as we have. Well, and this is actually what made me listen up when you talked about what actually went into the tool, because when we talk about, oh no, not another tool and there's another idea and so on, it really is most of the time one developer who has an idea to solve a single problem that came to him and he solves it with programming a tool and then he gets some traction and he builds a development team around this and usually stays this way and doesn't see the big picture and then come all the customers come in with their new requests and then now they stretch themselves and trying to serve them all. And then this is usually the time when the company crumbles. And you came in with a specific strategy behind this. So you had already the experience of the process maps and you know the business process and so on. And this is really what I, where I want to get back, what you just talked before, where, where I'm really interested in. So the thing is, in, 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 in a paperless movement with i I'm teaching to understand the business processes. So if you're looking, the people tend to look for the next shiny object and the tool that's, that solves all the problems and they make them much more productive. But usually it doesn't matter what tool they use or what state the productivity the tool stack is. It is usually underlying the fundamental understanding of their processes and what comes in and what goes out. And this is what I'm teaching. And then people understand how to leverage the tools. So let's get back to the example with the list and task. So the typical hierarchical project management that we have there. So the way to integrate processes in this type of system would be creating templates. So whenever I have a task that relates to a work stream or to a process, it is it provides uh, a template. So for example, in ClickUp with automations or Asana or other tools where you have automatic templates, whenever you create a task of a certain type, it will automatically attach a template with all the relevant information like the SOPs and, and things like this. So, but what you tell me now is it works Okay, and this is where I can't wrap my head around right now. I certainly need to dive into Smart Suite much deeper, but that's what we are here for. You have to explain this. <laughs> to me, to my understanding now, we start with the procedures. So we have an ongoing 
okay, work stream workflow. And I say, okay, in this workflow, now we have a new task that we need to do. And before we come to your answer, um, you also mentioned the typical project management style and so on. And I, I had it so many times in my own corporate life, but also with the hundred clients I've worked on their processes as well. We see it over and over. We go into a project meeting and it is a project that we did a hundred times for the past six years. And it's every time a pilot project and everybody starts from scratch doing this project. This is insane. And this is again the moment when I said, okay, let's sit down. Let's get the components of this project together. And next time we will kickstart this within a week instead of for months preparation time. And you're telling me this is exactly what you're tackling. You, you're defining a standard process that you have for a specific project. And whenever a new project or task comes up, I can just create it out of this process. Is this a correct uh, explanation? It, 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 it's close. Yes. Let me it's refine. Close, yeah. <laughs> so let, let, yeah. let me tell you just briefly about my background. So you kind of Absolutely. understand that we're tackling this problem that might be different from some of the other tools that you've mentioned that are there. So in 99, 2000, I started a company called Archer Technologies, and we were helping enterprise organizations manage cybersecurity inside of their companies. And what that industry moved into or became what is called now governance, risk, and compliance, right? And we looked at managing processes inside of a company that, and let's take a bank that was having online banking. They needed to know what systems to secure and, and what processes ran on those systems and and the people that use them and which one touched the outside world and what incidents and threats were affecting those. And, and in the past, th that was done by offering services from large consulting companies. And when the service was done, they would come in next year and do the same service again. We said, hey, let's make that, let's look at that as a process, just like you look at accounts payable, accounts receivable, HR. So we built eight core processes inside of our company to market and help organizations manage governance, risk, and compliance. We built either the first or the second no-code platform that was built. If you consider Salesforce, we both did it in within months of each other. They focused at the time on sales processes. We focused on the time on cybersecurity processes. But we built a no-code platform that allowed organizations to start with a template, a best practice approach to solving that problem. But then they could tailor that template to their own specific. And over the next four to five years after we started Archer, 29 of the 30 largest financial institutions in the world were customers. 75 of the Fortune 100 in the US were customers. You know, the large telcos and healthcare companies, technologies companies, we kind of became the who's who of that. Archer today, we sold that company in 2010. Um, that company today does around 700 million in ARR. They're going public this year, a very large organization that focuses specifically on that. So my background comes from process management inside enterprise type organizations. We, when we started SmartSuite three years ago, the idea was to bring that same level of sophistication that enterprise companies use to the masses, meaning we wanted to provide enterprise level software to startups, SMBs, and enterprise companies at a price point that's never been seen before. So our entry price is $10 per user all the way through our enterprise, which is $42 per user per month that's there compared to the Archer software was $45,000 per solution. And it went up from there. An average customer was 450 to $480,000 a year. An average customer at SmartSuite is going to be in the tens of thousands of dollars 
per year for kind of our SMB type customers. So what we've done at SmartSuite, in addition to spending three years building the platform and bringing together all these capabilities that you need in a single place to manage things in your organization, is we also develop close to 200 business process templates. So an organization can log in and say, I'm interested in sales. And we'll give them a listing of the eight to 10 core processes that any organization needs to start with from a sales perspective. If they say sales CRM, we say, okay, you need accounts, contacts, and opportunities and leads, maybe contracts, right? That makes up that solution. So that solution out of the box will solve 90 to 95% of the of what a customer is looking for, but they can easily go in and tailor that. They can change the names of fields, add new fields. They can customize it to their workflow, right? What typically happens is that an organization starts with a single process like sales, and then they realize, wow, we can we can also use some of the marketing solutions that you have, but the marketing solutions are connected back to the sales solutions so that now I'm not duplicating data in multiple places. When I add an account on the sales team, it automatically shows up as an account for the marketing team to connect to as well. So I can now track a lead that marketing is generating for me all the way through the process, all the way to becoming a customer. Then they might say, we need customer support or customer success activities. Well, now that connects back to the account. So now I can log in, I can see every support ticket by customer that's there. Everything is just connected. So our goal with the processes is to provide these individual categories of these mega processes that organizations need, but do it in a way that all the information is not siloed and it's connected and a workflow can go between multiple departments, like you mentioned before. So it's not just sales, it's sales, marketing, and customer success in the way that I, I just described it. That yeah, help? you have no idea how excited I am in, in <laughs> my inside. You know, my heart is pumping because this really sounds like something I always wondered why it wasn't there yet. And I, 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 or the answer to this to me was always, as I described briefly before, that is people, developers, creating a solution to a specific problem, but they have no experience when it comes to cross-department work and all this. So they come up with sales, marketing, and so on, but the input comes from single users again. So the, the standardized processes or the, the average what is part, as you just mentioned, for sales, for example, you have this, yeah, you don't call it template, you have the, the solution yeah. and that I can just bring up. So I have the standard steps in there already to get started. First of all, this helps for startups to, to get the standard process in there already. But at the same time, with focus on enterprises, it brings me the stability or the scalability rather put it this way. And this is what worries me about ClickUp when I go there again. I think they have a problem with stability and performance. And coming from a big corporate where we have 10,000s of tasks running at the same time, and we are just talking about one project that just works globally, I would never recommend it right now to such a company using something like ClickUp. We used Asana instead. So Asana to me is one of the stable it's, it's the Apple type of, of product project management because they very slowly release new features, but they carefully implement them so it works and it doesn't destroy the existing system. But this is because it's something you cannot afford in big companies, actually, you know, uh, endangering business continuity. So exciting. But you talked about Salesforce and other external sources. And this is another thing that I'm really interested in, the connection to external resources. I talk a lot about single source of truth in a, in a, in a fabulous movement as well. And we might have different single source of truths for different purposes. But this sounds like that's the central hub where I can get everything together. And it just makes sense 
to have it in there because as you mentioned, it will be cross-connected between my different accounts. So it just makes sense now to me that you will tell me that we can integrate Salesforce and we have all the data inside inside SmartSuite. This is actually something I was building in the, in the big corporate as well. I had a team running say, single source of truth with ServiceNow. You mentioned it as well. So I was about to use ServiceNow as our single source of truth in connecting all the difficult databases that we have in a pharma industry is very complex, right. but we have one single point of view for engineering, IT, and all the different departments. And you're telling me SmartSuite is doing exactly this, right? It, it does, it, it, exactly. So we do, there's there's two ways that this happens inside of an organization. You have organizations that have been coming to us that say, we already use six or eight other tools to kind of manage our business. What we don't like about those tools is that our people have to jump around between the different tools. We have separate license agreements with those. When we have a new employee, we have to set them up in six places that's there. And when somebody leaves, we're not sure where all the data is at. Could be on their local machine or in any one of those six to eight different platforms that's there. So there's two ways we, we start with companies. One is, hey, you can start with SmartSuite and solve one problem, sales, marketing, HR, customer success, something custom that, that you have. And we have connectors through either, you can use our API, we can connect through Zapier, we're working on make.io right now, and we have native integrations and automations. Right? So we have a lot of ways that you could connect with Salesforce, let's say, if Salesforce is currently your system of truth just for sales. What, what is going to happen over time that that we see is that people are going to begin to move more and more stuff to smart suite and will become the single source of truth. But we understand that there's times that you have that other system, internal or external system that you like, it works really well, and you just need to, to sync the data between the two. Uh, yeah, there. you have running processes, right? That's the complicated thing. You exactly. cannot just switch off one system and another, like personal management where people just switch tools. This is already complicated enough, but doing yep. this in a business can just destroy everything. So I, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, so we can either, you, you can use us as a single source of truth, which begins to happen with new companies that don't have all these different sources yet, or larger companies that just want to, or some of the larger companies right now that are just using us for two or three processes, and they're starting to kind of move things into smart suite over time, knowing that it can't happen just in a couple of months. You know, some of the systems, some of the companies that we're working with on the enterprise side are, it's going to take them a year or two years to move off of some of the large legacy systems that they have. But the cost savings are pretty extensive, both from a, a physical cost, but also from just a labor perspective of the amount of time and effort it takes to manage all these different systems. And the other piece that we didn't talk about is from a permissioning standpoint, now you can permission your people and your teams across all the processes in one place, which gives you more you know, feeling of security to understand who has access to your information. And it comes with all of the access logs and activity streams to see what people have done, what they did and didn't do. So that if you feel like you have a problem, you just have one place that you can log in, pull up the user, you can see everything that they edited or updated over a period of time. Yeah, with single source of truth, a lot comes together and this would have been the next part. Uh, I have the saying, KPIs like watermelons on the outside green and inside red. Right. And this is where we want to ensure that we collect the right data and make sense, give sense to the data. Having a unified system that gives me standardized data 
makes it much easier to make dashboards or KPIs out of this. So exactly. therefore, I'm feeding the information into Smart Suite. And now the next question is, can I have dashboards in Smart Suite so I can create, you know, a button, press of a button reports and things like that? Yeah. So Smart Suite is most enterprise accounts, they've had this for 20 years and they that's how they run their business, right? They're KPI driven businesses. So they look at every process in the company. They have benchmarks and goals for each metric and they know when it's above the goal, they're doing really great. And when it's below that something needs to happen in the process or the people that needs to be changed. So all of that is built into Smart Suite so that startups and SMBs get that same level of feature set that the enterprises have been using for quite some time. You can set up as many dashboards as you want. What's unique about a smart suite to some of the other tools that you mentioned at the beginning is that we span data across any process in our company. So I can set up a dashboard that goes across sales and marketing and customer success and recruiting. And I can have all that data just in one single dashboard if that's what I want to see. Or I could have them individually. We also allow people to set up their own private dashboard. So you could have public ones for the teams that can see things, but maybe the CEO wants a public or a private one just for him or her to be able to look at core metrics that are important to them. Or maybe someone in the sales organization is just tracking their own personal KPIs on how they're performing in their job. You can do that as well. And a dashboard to us is just a, it's just a view into information and that information can live inside of SmartSuite, but we also give you the ability to view into information into other systems. So you can embed information from ClickUp or Airtable or Asana or Monday or ServiceNow in your dashboard. So you can see our data right next to maybe the data from another system that you have there as well. And then we do native integrations for things like Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and like Figma and Vision. It kind of depends on your role, the type of information that you may want to go out and, and pull back into a dashboard. That sounds interesting. Integrations is really important, especially when you, as you already mentioned yourself, it's easier for company to adapt a new tool when they can keep their new systems and it actually gives them more value adding your tool to the stack they already have. But the question is then, how is it integrated? Is it just for Salesforce? Well, let's put it different. I'm using ActiveCampaign as a CRM and as my email marketing platform. So this mm -hmm. integrates very well with so many other platforms. And I would wonder if I have direct access to the information per customer inside SmartSuite. Does this make sense? So without going to ActiveCampaign, I have direct active access to CRM. I don't know if you integrate with ActiveCampaign, just uh, came up, use any Sure. Any other CRM for that? Yeah. So there, there's there's really three levels of integration that you can use with us. So if it's a system like Active Campaign and we don't have a connector for that right now, and I'm not I'm not sure about that one. You can use our API and you can create that and you can bring data in and you can use web hooks, you know, to listen to things and bring those in. You can use a connector like uh, Zapier that we have a connection with that gives us access to over 3,000 products that they've already connected with. So now our product automatically connects through an interface with those products and it's meant for you to set that up and not have to be a developer in most cases to set up that connection. The same with maker.io, which we're working on right now. So we're going to, and there's going to be- Oh, you mean maker.com? Yeah. No, is it, but they company? bought com, so there was a lot of money, so we should mention this. <laughs> Sorry about Although that. I would argue about using make as the name, you know, try to search for right. make tutorial or make scenario. But okay. Right. But that, that's kind of the second level. And then the third level is a native integration. And mm. we're working on right now about 50 of those based on customer feedback. So if we had a segment of our customers that came back and said, tell me the name of your sales arm again, the campaign. Uh, active campaign. 
Active Campaign. So if we had a segment of our customers that came back and said, hey, we're all using Active Campaign, we'd like to have a native integration that just does these things in there, then we're going to continue to build those. And yeah. uh, we're, at a, we're going to be at a point in a month or so that we can add one or two a week to that. So that list is going to grow very quickly over time. And it's all based on what we're seeing from the customers. Uh, we're going to just kind of listen to them with the understanding that you can still use Zapier to do the same thing. But when we do a native integration, you don't have yeah, to that's... pay fees. And it and it is stable. I mean, Sapia, you know, you have to, the, the direct integrations really ensures that I have a two-way synchronization that I really would prefer over building it with Sapia. Or to me, Sapia is something when, when triggers something and then we have a start and an end. It's not listening. And this, well, this is a different direction we're going here. But right. the, the real question was behind the CRM integration. Will I have a list of all my customers or all my email subscribers inside Smart Suite that I can see there and see all the, the custom fields that I have applied to them or the deal state or things like this? Yes, absolutely. That's what I, okay. So we have a complete database, mirrored database from my external database, and I can look at it inside Smart Suite. And this is very interesting. Coda is another uh, tool that comes to mind that allows me doing this, having a database you know, a direct connection to the external databases and then leverage this data, this this data inside my database. I have to look into this because this is awesome. This is certainly something ClickUp cannot provide. One more thing is, I know we are we're running out of time, but I'm so eager to learn more about this. I would like to know about time management. You mentioned already that, you know, you, we can track everything and we see everything. So I expect that you have your own time tracking built in in, in SmartSuite where people can log in and log out. How about integrations with some, something like Toggle or other platforms? The reason why I'm asking this is a lot of freelancers working 20% or 30% in, in a company and they have different clients. So usually they have one time tracking tool they're using. So that integration with external time tracking tools would be an advantage in this case. Yep, we do two things in that area. So the first is we have a field type that's a time tracking log that allows you just to add that field and it can show up in any task or any process that you have. And as you're working on that particular item or that client, you just click and you, you can add your time in there and multiple people can add time. So you could see for that particular item, the total that's there. And then you could use that in various reports and dashboards to show the total time, maybe by customer, by client that's there. We also do the integration, like you just said, with all the timekeeping systems. Uh, Zapier gives us all of those capabilities right out of the box. But what we found just in the last five to six weeks in working with so many new customers is that they really want us to build a time tracking, a timesheet system where individual users can go in and not only do you log your time at the field level, but then it would show up in a weekly timesheet. And that timesheet could go through an approval process with a manager inside of an organization. So we're, we're working with four or five customers right now that professional services and marketing agencies that have a, a specific need for that to try to build something that kind of accomplishes everything that they need in one platform. And they are all using outside systems, internal systems. Like it's, we Self have- Self-built systems. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We haven't seen Yeah, this. and you know, just how you described this just shows me, you know, with the community that we have with nine, more than 90% business professionals, I think there are loads of people who can relate to the, what you're talking about there. So many CEOs and CTOs as well. So I think this is very interesting to see from what perspective you're coming in and that it is actually not fair to start the conversation with 
So is it another ClickUp copycat? I think we answered this already. It's a completely different level and I have to get in there. So I we talked before that, so I'm happy that I can announce that if anybody is interest, interested in SmartSuite, we will have an exclusive discount for the Paperless Movement members. So in, in the discount section in the Paperless Movement membership, we will have a 25% discount for the SmartSuite for one year. And we will have also a partner expert. And this is something I would like to talk about before we close the interview, because all this sounds awesome, but I think it could be overwhelming for many just implement this and it sounds all great but do you have any guidance and when it comes to guidance we already talked about this that a partner expert will join the paperless movement membership and giving a video and some walkthrough and resources where we can learn more about this but how do you actually have support for people who want to start with smart speed big scale yep so we have a couple different levels so we have our own professional services team that you can utilize us to help with that implementation and then we have a partner program where we bring in partners at at really three different levels so we have partners that maybe are out of the philippines that are going to come in at a much lower rate uh, they're typically going to be in the 10 to 25 dollars per hour range pretty good talent that, that's there maybe not as sophisticated as some of the traditional the larger consulting companies but they know our product very well and they know how to listen to and, and automate processes. Then we kind of have a middle of the road range that's usually in the $40 to $70 per hour range. Those are pretty compatible to the other products that you've kind of mentioned in the project management space today. A lot of the same vendors that, that work with those products also work with us that's there. And then we have the larger consulting companies, you know, that focus on enterprise accounts. And they're typically going to be in the 150 to 250 range, but they're specialists in certain, in certain yeah. areas. So you were implementing an HR system that needed to be compatible with Workday. Like they have expertise in that level. So what, what I'll do is I'll find the right level, probably in the middle for the partner expert that you're asking for, uh, that has a good sense of many of the other products across the category as well. And their job is to listen to the customer and then understand the process. And then they come back with a recommendation on which product they feel best supports that. So they, they, they know our product, they can compare it against ClickUp and Monday and Asana and, and the other players in that project space or the big guys like ServiceNow more in the process management space. Yeah, this sounds awesome. Happy that we found each other and that you're joining the Paperless Movement ecosystem as well. Certainly a great addition, especially for the business space. Really excited. And I think I have a feeling that it wasn't the last call that we had. Certainly we need to have a follow-up so how can they can the community find SmartSuite or you or get more information? Yeah, just come to smartsuite.com. We have a 14-day free trial. No credit card required. Don't have to put in any information. It's it's up to you at the end of 14 days if you want to convert to a paid plan. The reality is if you need more time than 14 days to evaluate the product, you just message with us. We'll extend it another seven to 14 days if you're serious and you're in using the product. If you want to connect with me, the easiest way to connect is through LinkedIn, just John Darbyshire, J-O-N-D-A-R-B-Y-S-H-I-R-E. And, and we'll get right back to you. You can also contact us on our website and either myself or a member of the team will get right back to you as well. But I would just say if if you're coming to us from the paperless movement, please reach out to me directly or just mention that in the contact form and I'll make sure that myself or one of the other co-founders get right back to you. This is and awesome. Thank you very much, John. And I wish you a great time. All right. All right. I appreciate the time. Thanks, Tom. Bye.